0: Well, hello everybody, it's me, Lindsay Rogers, and welcome back to another episode of the Pro Wrestling Fan Vlog Podcast. And, uh, without further ado, we're going to be talking about some unusual topics around, uh, around the world of pro wrestling. Put my thoughts into this and, uh, let you guys hear about this, okay? Okay. Our first topic is this, um... It's from, Ale- it's from Alexa Bliss, who says something here. There. And But, by the way, it is very much disturbing. Anyway, Alexa says here, there, On Twitter, and I really hate this needs to be said again. No, you're not talking to me on any other social outlet. No, you do not get any DMs from a personal account for me. No, we are not dating. No, I'm not asking for money. And death threats to me and my fiancé are not okay. Whoever you are communicate with, with pretending to be me is not me. Do not continue to communication. I guess something must have been going on with Alexa Bliss because somebody must be pretending to be her and trying to scam her followers. And I'm going to say this. If there's anybody who's pretending to be her and scamming these people, please stop up. Alright? And this is really much disturbing of what uh, Alexa Bliss is saying. And I think there are people who are trying to personate and other wrestlers and it's not just deadity wise but there are those who are trying to pretend to be them and trying to either scam and um, 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 and they claim oh yeah this is my personal account and actually mostly it happens on uh, Instagram never much Twitter now unless these unless people are coming across on Twitter with these DMs I mean, I had already put up safeguards and, and to make sure that nobody can't go and talk to me without letting me know already. And beyond that, I find out those who are pretending. I mean, the last time somebody tried to contact me, they were trying to pretend to be uh, Chris Hero. And I already put the, I already ended up reporting the account and I put the account on blast. And it was very much disturbing, but I have came across role playing accounts, and I ended up reporting them, them because even though they even though they claim that oh yeah we're not this wrestler, but go follow them because we're role playing or a fan account, I still end up reporting them anyway. Because you don't know if they're legitimately true or not. Uh, if you are building this and the wrestlers know that it's okay with them, that's fine. But otherwise, it's not okay. And it's not just on Twitter, but Instagram too. I mean, the reason why I'm saying this, I had in the past got multiple uh, Twitter, no, Instagram accounts pretending either to be Claudio Castagnoli, formerly known as Cesaro, uh, Sheamus, uh, Asuka, uh, or better known to me as Kana, um, somebody even tried to pretend to be Rio, uh, w- I think somebody tried to be one of the Young Bucks, another one tried to pretend to be, uh, um, Another one tried to pretend to be, uh, actually, Alex Reynolds of the, of, uh, the Dark Order. Uh, I think even somebody tried to pretend to be John Silver, I'm not sure yet. Um, I can, I can list names on and on. And by the way, it's not just Twitter or Instagram, but TikTok too. And mostly, they're pretending to either be Doctor Br- Br- Britt Breaker or uh or uh somebody else. But mostly, I think it was Doctor Br- Britt Baker. There were a lot there those TikTok hints, and I try to report it, but I ended pretending. I ended up trying to report the Doctor Br- Britt Baker fake accounts. To pretend to be all elite wrestling. I mean, that's the only way you can know. I mean, I'm sure the doc doesn't have a TikTok account. If she does, I mean, she, I mean, she would have let us know on social media. I mean, it's on Twitter and Instagram because I know that's the only ways to contact her. And sure enough, I'm sick and tired of people impersonating. Others, it's like it's getting out of hand, and I had report these accounts in the past. Yet TikTok doesn't do anything much about it, and it's not just those who are personing uh, Brit Baker. Um, I had come across others who trying to pretend to be verified accounts. Yet TikTok hasn't done anything. Same thing with uh, same thing with Instagram. I try to report them and sometimes they would let said oh it's n-. oh, it's like yeah it's the real deal no it's not and when i do report them again either they do take them down but as of late they haven't been taken down much those who are pretending to be these wrestlers so yes i had been reporting them i had been blocking them but instagram has not been taking them down but those who are on twitter yeah i ended up reporting it and uh ended up, much as I can say, is, I don't know if Twitter has taken down. I think they have, but then again, I don't know if they will pop back up. Because if they do, I mean, this is really ridiculous, and Twitter should be ashamed to themselves. As I am shaming Instagram and TikTok. But mostly, I am shaming uh, Instagram. Well, specifically, Meta. Because it's not just the Instagram but Facebook too, and it's because they're allowing things that are being really out of control. And I have spoke about this on my other podcast. Anything else to add? Add with podcast with Lindsay Rogers, and I and it's really really disturbing to say the least. But I don't know. And if anybody who is doing this to poor Alexa Bliss, by sending, by going after her and sending her death threats, you're very disgusting, and you need to be removed off of social media and seek help immediately, because it's very disturbing. I mean, and I spoke about this in my other podcast that somebody send death threats to somebody else. And I feel disturbed by this. And furthermore, I may have to do something about this. I mean, I know a lot of people would go... Cr- I think a lot of people would uh, be mad at me for speaking about this. But I have to. I mean, this is very much disturbing. thing. I mean, you cannot go around pretending to be somebody you're not. Just be yourself. And if you want attention of a wrestler, that's fine. But don't go pretending to them and saying things like you're sending death threats to them because that will get you into serious trouble. So yes, I know I keep on repeating saying that because it's very disturbing. It's very disgusting. I'm very sorry. There's your little warning. Do not do this, okay? Just don't be a complete idiot. What? Okay? So, Christopher Daniels just uh, popped up on the DDT Pro uh, event. It was a video, which uh, he graduated DDT Pro for being being active for 25 years. And he also reveals that uh, he is saying that DDT Pro... Uh, Talent will be coming to the United States, and others, the wrestlers are coming. And yeah, I know most of you guys are gonna say, Oh, please tell me, is- there's gonna be a lot of trouble, a lot of shenanigans. I guess so, but um, this is quite of a shock. But yes, that's what it is. I you know you guys say, Why did Christopher Daniels make the announcement? And, Isn't this supposed to be somebody who's in charge of the talent? Yes, because it is Christopher Daniels. If you guys forgotten already, even though we haven't seen him wrestling for a while, um, Christopher Daniels is the uh, is the vice president of talent relations. So <laughs> he made the announcement. That's why. <laughs> so, so yeah. Uh, so DDT Pro coming to AEW. Probably we need some. Probably need some laughter. I'm just hoping. I just hope nobody's go crazy and thinking, Ew, it why is G, It's like why is AEW bringing DDT Pro? You know, what happened with Katie Omega and, and Kota Ibushi, guys. If you're gonna whine about that, first of all, c- shut up. Second of all, if you're gonna talk crap about that, then don't. Then don't look at what AEW does. And, sort of, all, why are you going to bring up Kenny and Kota's past? You know, I said that, but I'm pretty sure a lot of people are minds thinking about that. All right. What happens in the past is in the past. You cannot continue on bringing it up again. It's not worth it, it to anybody. Hey, All right. And besides, Kenny cannot be on social media a lot to defend himself. All right. It's very. Lame. And besides, less, I don't know if there's any rumors going on that Kenny is getting surgery, but apparently he's getting multiple surgeries. I'm not 100% sure, true or not. The like, next thing I know is Kenny was he was going to be in some gaming tournament. I didn't have a chance to watch, which I should. Boo. Um, But yeah, uh, uh Kenny is, in fact, just under... Is on recovery. It's just... I, we don't know how long has it been. I mean... I mean... Are we going to be able to see him? I don't know. It depends. I, I'm hoping by the end of this year at least. I mean, right now it's March. So we got... um n- um Nine more months to see if he's going to show up. So, yeah. So... Let's hope. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Hopefully, we will see Kenny Omega really soon. But for now, it's just up in the air. Hopefully, we'll soon find out. Okay? Okay. Alright, so I want to add something here into the podcast that I usually, I'm not sure if I could, but I might as well um, explain so, if you don't know um and and uh how do I say says on the TikTok, I follow Matt Hardy's wife, uh Reby Sky or now preferred to me as Reby Hardy. Apparently, Reby revealed something on TikTok that I was in shock. Anyway, and her TikTok says here I was sixteen in a child bride in a bad situation trying to make the most of it it, but betrayed at every turn until I got out. Now his friends asked me for wrestling tickets <laughs> so anyway, in all this in. So, in, and, and, uh, yeah. So, uh, on top of that, she actually hide the face of the person who, the guy who she ended up marrying. So, I did not know this was happening. And by the way, there's photos of her. Um, there's one of Ruby coming out of the limousine and looking sad. And then another one, her, Ari, in a wedding dress. And then there's her sitting thing with the guy that she was forced to marry while uh while ladies were, like, deli- belly dancers performing. And she looks, like, kind of happy, but it was crazy. And then there's a photo of her putting on earrings until so that can happen. And then she censored the guy who she was forced to marry, which apparently, um, she's not happy in this photo. And then there's photos of her doing belly dancing, her at, uh, I guess at New York. And then there's some more photos of her, especially with glasses. And now it's like when she was a teenager and or at 16 years old. Now as an adult, she this it started off with um. It has a photo of of um her and I think that's their. And I think that's her first firstborn. Um, uh, who's the firstborn, Maxel. Yeah, she has Maxwell and she has Maxwell on her back <laughs> <laughs> while she's cutting a promo. And then, of course, there's photos of her, her, and you know, and then, of course, there's one of her and her husband met at. So, in other words, um, yeah, it's been revealed on TikTok that Ruby be. Hardy, Matt's wife, was in fact a child bride. Now, do I count that as a marriage? Heck no. If she was forced into it, it, and of course, Ruby said, when somebody was asking her about this and was wondering if her father, they were kind of concerned about her father, because if you guys don't know, the man who's in on Impact Wrestling... As I remembered, Senor Benjamin, that's, that's Reby's father. I had no idea until I was like, like, looking at him, it's like, why does he look like, Oh, why does he look a little bit like Reeby? And then I'm like, wait a moment, this is her father. <laughs> or actually, plus, she mentioned it a lot on TikTok. Anyway, um, so yes. So, uh, so, <laughs> so, anyway, so, Reeby they were questioned about her father, and apparently he was conned to this. Apparently, uh, I don't know if I should, actually, let me go on to her TikTok, because I know people are like, there's no way she says something like this. She actually kind of did. And actually, she she called trauma jump. Anyway, anyway, the person who asked Rebe says here. Wait, no disrespect, because I know you and your dad are close, but how could he let this happen? Rebe responded, saying, "Valid question. We were both manipulated by the state, among other people." Which somebody says, thanks for answering this. I was worried Sr. senior Benjamin wasn't cool as I thought. No, he was my biggest advocate supporter. It's a long, twisted story. I assume that it's responsible for the strong, outspoken person you are now. I'm thanking you for my trauma because without it, I wouldn't have my son. Uh, I guess that's what she's saying. I guess he was trying to say or something. But anyway... So, yeah. um. So, my thoughts about this is, I just couldn't believe, not just for Rebe but her father there as well. And I guess she said the state, as in which I'm thinking she's originally from New York. And I, I'm very much disturbed by this. Now, I don't know if they're st- still doing this, but... If they, if New York still, I mean, that's very much disgusting. By this, um, but she said it's it that was f- by the state, so meaning New York, and some p- other people, probably somebody that were close to both uh, Rebe and her father Samuel Benjamin, and I feel like it's very much disturbing this is happening for her and to be her to be a child bride I would never count that as a marriage because I am solely against this and it's and even though this is even though this should never be happening in the United States because it's and I know most of you guys will say it's like why it falls under well CP Hey, and being a creepazoid, you know what I'm trying to say. And even though it's also happened in other countries as well, but this this really breaks my heart to seeing this happening to a wonderful woman like her. her. and um and I will say that as a person, I I do not hurt her being a child bride to some creepazoid. Does it's disgusting? It does not count. Uh, her true marriage to Matt Hardy—that I will count because they really got married, a eh, in front of in front of friends, family. A eh, and someone, someone officiated it because Reby was not being forced to this. She loves Matt, and that's fine. That is great it, you know so it really makes me feel sorry for Rebe that she got exposed like that she exposed something like that of course and then she says oh, oh the friends of the guy she was forced to marry as a teenager oh they wanted to come to the shows and watch her and her, her or her husband and, like, yeah, they, they can go away. Like, you're friends, you're, you're friends with this creepazoid, and you want to go and, what, to heckle Matt Hardy? Nah, you don't deserve to. Ew, I mean, you're vile, disgusting. <laughs> and, and And I'm surprised, after revealing that kind of stuff, and she's happily, you know, married... With a wonderful husband, four kids that she had gave him birth to, three boys and one girl. You know, <laughs> uh, it's kind of crazy to say that, but I'm just saying in defense for uh for uh Ruby. I mean, for any anybody who tried to capitalize, that should be ashamed to themselves. And uh, Ribi does not deserve to have this kind of stuff. And for those who were kind of concerned about her father, there I mean, that was very much valid that about that. In which she says that he advocated for her, I guess, in order to get her out of the situation, which, in which uh, she and her father were both in a terrible situation. And as for the government, it's, Whoever it was back then, they should be ashamed to themselves. I'm horrified this is this happened to somebody like Rebe. I know most of you. I know some of you guys probably don't like her. At first, I thought I didn't, but it, it just does take me some time to get to know. And which, by the way, I was even though her TikTok is really stylish. I mean, one part just like one. TikTok, she shows off of uh, what she's doing for her husband, and and all the championship belts he had, that are you know replicas. And another thing is she's spending time with her her precious children, and especially going through a lot, especially when she gave birth to uh, her fourth one. I was like. And which, by the way, she revealed that I believe all four of them were all home birth. I mean, it makes a lot of sense for her. And which, by the way, I mean, she did this out... I mean, her f- fourth home birth was she did it outside <laughs> next to the pool. <laughs> I was like, girl, you're crazy. Uh, yeah cause what happened was she's gone into labor er, and Matt and the and and her boys are like swimming, swimming, swimming I was like wow that's that's crazy and of course at the time she gave birth Matt sorry jumped out of the pool oh and he's holding in his daughter Evie like the cutest thing ever I'm like Jeez, I'm sorry. I'm about to cry for a moment, but <laughs> you know, I can't believe she's gone. F- I, if if Ruby ever decides to release a book, I think she should some sub- kind of title like, uh, from you know, from troubled times. Aims to be in Mrs. Matt Hardy, which is really kind of crazy enough to, you know, for what it is. I mean, I know she'll come up with a good title, because it's, it's really kind of, it's really like you want to know them. But, not being too creepy about that, I mean... And I'm really shocked this is happening. That, uh, you know, for somebody like Reeby, she does not deserve Irv, Irv so much, even because if her husband is a heel. Oh, I mean, Reeby should get a lot of support. I mean, seriously. Especially for her to be married when she was a teenager, I don't count that. Even it was a disgusting, what older gentleman, and that probably such a creepazoid? Yeah, I, 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 I will. If 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 people were to ask me if I would to judge anything, if I judge the way of what Ruby is, I will say I will never judge. Her her awful child child marriage because she was a child bride, which she did not love somebody. She was manipulated. However, I do approve her her real, true, loving marriage to Matt Hardy, and you know, and she did a lot of things. And actually, if you guys didn't know, um. If you actually gone to watch the m- video for both Matt and Jeff Hardy now, since they're both back together in AEW, um, there's a new video clip where like they both are like are on the highway. That's all that, that was Reeby's own doing because <laughs> that's what she was showing off on TikTok. <laughs> uh, it was a secret. And a woman can go out there and uh, film it while wearing Crocs. You know what I'm saying? You can... <laughs> So, yeah. I mean, that's all much I'm going to say about this. Is, girl, do your thing. Be a mom. Be a good wife. And, heck, sh- heck do anything that you could do. And, hopefully, you know... Maybe one day we'll see some good stuff out of the rest of the family. You know, but that's what it is. That's what I'm just going to say about it. <laughs> so, I saw something really funny. Apparently, uh, if you guys don't know, oh, the uh, quite of a situation with uh, Andrade hey, of AEW is in love. With his l- love, for a while that is, this, uh, Miss Flair in the WWE. I mean, they've been they've been much in love since they were both in WWE. But when Andrade had to leave WWE uh, for uh, cause end up being part of AEW because. The way that they did not treated him well, uh well, in which AEW he is, um, you know, and as and as for uh Charlotte, you know, she is being much treated. Of she is going to be set to face against Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania. Now there's something really funny. Uh, if you guys don't know, I do follow both of them on Instagram, and Andrade shared something, and what happened was, it's a he shared was, as that his loving, woman. <laughs> I guess I could say fiance, because I think I saw Andrade proposed to her, or uh, Anyway, <laughs> what happened was, uh, they were at somebody's wedding, I guess that uh, Andrade may know of. Probably somebody that he knows that it was, it was in, probably in his family, or probably a friend. Anyway, they were at the wedding, and at the reception. And you know the traditional of the bride throws uh, the bouquet? Hey well <laughs> she threw it alright. I guess you chance to catching it. <laughs> Charlie does. <laughs> but Andrade is like like this. and every, everybody at the at the party is like at the re at the uh yeah. And everybody was, like, laughing at him because she's the one who caught it. I'm like, oh, my word. (laughs) That's hilarious. So, who knows? Maybe we'll, I don't know, maybe the wedding will happen soon. They all got to get married. (laughs) That means means the whole wrestling community is like, what? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's hilarious. Is yes. <laughs> the G caught on it? And Andrade posted on here on Instagram. He says, "Seriously, TMO my only, and favorite at Charlotte DD." Which he tagged her on Instagram, and it's pretty hilarious. I have to say. Uh, uh, so, so you can so you can tell that uh, I guess they had fun at the uh, reception. <laughs> so grads are in order and maybe soon. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. And uh, it's funniest thing is what uh andrades. So it was hilarious, <laughs> uh. okay, I guess they should talk about this oh uh, twitter, uh, wrestling, Twitter, what are you doing causing a trend? <laughs> this is the most hilarious thing ever. Uh. So apparently, I go onto Twitter and I see diary, and it says Stone Cold Kevin Owens. I'm like, uh, Ah crap! What did Kevin Steen do this time? So I checked. Apparently, st- apparently, the uh, Kevin freaking Owens decides to do something. <laughs> he decides to, for some reason. Cosplay as Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, God dang it! He he tried he did that and He tried to get to get beer and oh, it was just bad. And of course, he ended up. Tro- he also ended up trolling the uh the whole entire your uh, pro wrestling community. I don't know what the heck has been going on, but sure enough, WWE really, really asking for it. Apparently, I don't know if this is entirely true or not, but uh, apparently WWE is, I don't know what they're asking for, but they're trying to put up Stone Cold Steve Austin in some kind of, I don't know, some kind of wrestling thing against Kevin Owens. But, uh, I don't know. <laughs> this is really weird. Uh, he's actually kind of trolling like everybody. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> of course, somebody shared this on Twitter. Lamal, Somebody already uploaded Stone Cold Kevin Owens in 2K22. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> oh, oh look, Sony also referred to this. Sorry said Stone Cold carrot always look like a lot uh, w- looks a lot like Will Sasso. Oh jeez. <laughs> okay, I guess I'll explain. There used to be um a show on uh, Fox that was Somewhat <coughs> uh I guess to say um I think it was some kind of competition petition against Saturday Night Live called uh Mad TV. Anyway, uh one of the uh cast members of Mad TV named Will Sasso uh I think I just don't. I just want to make sure if I'm right. Uh, yeah, yep, I was right. Mad, yeah, Mad TV. Um, what happened was Will actually kind of decided to impersonate as. Stone Cold Steve Austin. And he did it in front of, uh, Triple H during their little sketch on Mad TV. And it was really kind of awkward. Yet it was kind of cool. In fact, uh, actually, um, actually, uh, Actually, he actually appeared on the, I think, Daily Roll. Oh, oh, dressing up as Stone Cold Steve Austin until he got confronted by the real Stone Cold Steve Austin on Roll. And I, I think this happened on Monday Night Raw. I'm not 100% sure. I remember. Oh no, wait. Yeah, he did. Actually, no. It was when like Curly, but he actually did got confronted by uh Steve Wallace. That I think for some reason, and <laughs> and got like viciously like attacked by him. <laughs> but yeah, it was a really funny, hilarious. Or I I kind of goofing up. I don't know. I remember he did portraits. St- I remember him doing a little skit. On Mad TV, and he pretended to be Stone Cold Steve Austin, and and he did it in front of Triple H. So yeah, that's a so that's what the person tweeted out saying, Stone Cold Kevin Owens looks like a lot like Will Sasso. I'm like, bruh. oh wait, really? <laughs> anyway, um. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, can't believe it. They're talking about tell him. (laughs) Good dang it. (laughs) Oh, geez. (laughs) So, congratulations, everybody, for calls and stuff. Kevin Owens to trend and start calling him Stone Cold Kevin Owens. Uh, this is gonna be this is gonna be one weird WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> and I hope for the sake of this, Kevin, get Kevin, Kevin, just get off the, just get stop wearing the the. The bald cap and go, be with your family before, before something bad will happen to you. <laughs> okay, Here's, I also want to go also some of the uh, other raw notes here. But anyway, for example, uh, silly Pat McAfee. uh, he ended up uh distracting Austin Theory, and. when he went completely uh, spazzing out. And when also there was distracted by him, uh, Finn Balor just took an opportunity to attack. It was so bad and and, uh, and weird and ugly. Uh, But more funny because McCaffrey's such a spaz. Uh, Okay, Uh, there's Becky Lynch who... Oh good lord! Uh, may have to rethink her uh outfit entirely yeah, because it looks so weird. <laughs> um. Anyway, there was some other weird stuff. I guess uh, mostly let me show some love for uh. Uh, Rhea Ripley and, uh, Liv Morgan, who both I to look so dark. Uh, of course, uh, for, uh, I guess they were in a tidy match against, uh, Zelina Vega and, uh, K- Carmella Crazy, I guess. <laughs> Although I don't know I guess to say the least um oof of course uh, edge <laughs> I I don't know what was going on but uh, <laughs> I guess I don't know. I guess the mostly, I think the one WrestleMania match everybody's probably going to be talking about is Edge versus, uh, AJ Styles, which apparently, I don't know who's on commentary says, oh, they never see Edge like this. I'm like, bruh. If you never, if anybody who says that they have never seen Edge like this is either or haven't seen the time and Edge wrestled against Kurt Angle or the other time where Edge took on against The Undertaker. <laughs> I mean, especially the time he took a, I mean, I think maybe that's right. I don't know. I know Edge was... Comp- had a completely crazy look when he went after Deion the Undertaker. But I know it was more crazier when he went after Kurt Angle. <laughs> Especially because of what happened. I can't remember the name of the pay-per-view, but I know what happened was uh, Edge beat the crap out of Kurt Angle 1. And the next thing you know, Edge Kurt tried to escape because, if you guys didn't know, it was a hair versus hair match. And and the, like there was no way that I was gonna see Edge being bald, but Kurt Angle on the other hand maybe. But anyway, what happened was <laughs> Kurt Angle for some reason ends up escaping because they chase around the arena where Edge was trying to go after him, and even though. Uh, like, Kurt actually kind of, like, avoid uh, Edge, especially when he hides somewhere, Uh, and then when Edge went one way, Kurt Angle went on the other, I was like, oh, man, that was some crazy jinx, (laughs) of course, until Edge got to Kurt Angle, even though the funniest part was hearing Edge says, Kurt Angle, come back here, (laughs) he's like. (laughs) Like Kangol's like Goes that way And then Edge goes after him (laughs) I can't remember what year it was I think it was what 2002 Maybe (laughs) It was really hilarious But yeah of course I seen Edge actually went Completely crazy I mean especially with the Undertaker, or... Actually, I think it was, what, the... I, I can't remember. I mean, he did also got a little crazy for some other times, but... But, especially... I don't know how to explain it, but... Even though it was really kind of good to see good people, but... Especially for somebody like Edge. Oh, and, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, I guess also it's been revealed that uh, via Mahan, who's supposed to... Who, they keep on saying he's supposed to be coming to Raw. Well, I think the date is going to be happening on April 4th. So, after Wrestlemania. So... Yeah, of course, somebody in Fightful thinks it was very slick to tweet in. It's funny that... There is no year on this graphic, uh, maybe because beer uh, is coming on the on April fourth so yeah, oh <laughs> uh. <laughs> like really. So anyway, so I guess this is going to be really fun. (laughs) So, yep. So this might be so funny and whatever, but... Hopefully, you know, of course, somebody said here in this tweet said, uh, us realize that beer is actually going to arrive on Daddy Raw before Alexa Bliss returned to Daddy TV. Uh, yeah, that's a possibility because I don't know how to explain this, but I think Alexa Bliss is actually getting married. And, uh, yeah, it might be happening soon. Um, when it will possibly be, I have no idea yet. I mean, I'm keeping an eye on, on Instagram. Um, but, it, I don't know when it will be, but I'll just let you guys know when that will be. Because it's depending on how it is. So, understand, if you guys are really concerned about, uh, when, Uh, Alexa Bliss is returning. It'll probably happen probably after her honeymoon. And, And I mean I understand that woman is going through a lot since you know she wants to be happy. So and you know she's looking forward to her marriage to uh, Ryan Kabara, so I understand where it's going on. Okay, okay. Okay, I really want to say something here right now. As you guys don't know, besides being a podcast er, where I talk about you know, pro wrestling or, you know, on my other podcasts. Sometimes I also had a chance to listen to podcasts, even though I haven't. But, um, one podcast I do want you guys to definitely check out if you are much to want to know about some of the, uh, Dirty Talent is I highly recommend you go to listen to, um... Out of Character with Ryan Satin. It's on the uh, Daily Fox YouTube channel. Um, And uh, Ryan has done 52 episodes already. And I was going to go watch at least all of them, but I think the one podcast episode that I think everybody should listen to is or watch is... Actually, yeah, you can watch it on, ed. but I think you. The, they said you can li- go ahead and just probably listen it to Spotify. <laughs> um, is definitely a um. Is definitely um, The under, uh Ryan Sentence interview with the Undertaker, um, which, which by the way, I even though I'm like. What, not even not even halfway through. But I rec- I most definitely recommend to listen to that because you get to hear the unique stuff about The Undertaker, like <laughs> and I can't believe what Ryan Stanton does. I guess the explanation of why he wants the why he he wants to do this called, you know, out of character is because uh, he interviews these wrestlers out of character and I guess it explains why I and it's in the uh, in the fifty second episode where he's interviewing the Undertaker. Um <laughs> if you guys didn't know, um Ryan in revealed and that when he was a kid um uh, had he had uh I think he said it was his dad took him to, these, to see uh, these daily uh, events or, or shows and uh, turns out he, he went backstage each, and he sees and as a kid he sees um, Undertaker and Yokozuna playing cards and and actually and, and he couldn't believe that uh, cuz they, they, if you know as a wrestling fan like you knew that uh Undertaker and Yokozuna were like n- like mad at each other and actually <laughs> actually they're not mad at each other just you know, good friends, that they would be, uh, uh, Yokozuna would be mad at uh, the Undertaker a little bit more, because it has to do with them playing uh, cards, because according to the Undertaker, he said he he would end up uh, taking money away from, uh... (laughs) Yokozuna, uh... And I was like, "Bruh." <laughs> so, so when Judas gonna try to hurt the other taker, like you, you see him like hurting him a little bit more than usual. That's because the dead man did something very wrong. <laughs> uh. <laughs> In other words, he took. Money off the Yokozuna, and even though, even though, like, fans thought, you know, Yokozuna being like what from Japan, even though it's not true, um, uh, you know. Yeah, thinking, you guys thinking, oh, yeah, like, Ronald Chico t- t- tried to assault th- 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 him, even though he's from Japan. Not really. Yokozuna is actually Samoan. Actually, the funniest part is, he's part of the huge dynasty that is of that of, of, you know, of Roman Reigns and the Usos, or Chishi, those kind. Yeah, so, <laughs> if you didn't know that, <laughs> yeah, Yokozuna is in fact uh, Samoan and, and I thought as a kid because actually I kind of seen a little bit of pro before I I didn't have my uh, renewal peak back into pro-rosan until like I got older but I had saw when I saw Yokozuna I was like jeez and I, and actually I thought you know he, I thought he was you know, from Japan, but I should've. But I should've realized that the way how he looked was like, yeah, no way in heck that was true. But as a kid, I've never knew that. Right. <laughs> so I know better now <laughs> because the other t- he, yeah, so that's what everyone did. So uh, <laughs> um, there were some other stuff. Um, Undertaker explained. I mean, especially when he was a kid, and you and y'all thinking of like there was like you probably were thinking you would be scared about this or what the Undertaker would do. if we, Thinking maybe he was scared. No, the only thing he was scared about was probably his photos. Because otherwise, uh, you know, he had new issues with, uh, with caskets. It's because it turns out when he was a kid, Ed uh, Undertaker was actually uh, was like sure was actually known about the uh, funeral, Harlan stuff, <laughs> and uh, maybe that's the explanation why he. Hey, about how his character came to be probably because, mostly because of that (laughs) but anyway um, yeah, so if I I highly recommend you go watch that Um, I'll try to also see something else, but yeah so I don't know what has been going on with the whole entire pro wrestling community and I think mostly precisely in AEW if you guys don't know, it's been revealed on Twitter, or thanks to a tweet I caught wind of by a Twitter user goes by the name of um, Belts by Dan, who sh- who tweeted out saying with a picture, it says someone pass this on to Mister Lambert, please, as in Dan Lambert, who. Is the one who's found America's top team and also is under is the manager for Men of the Year and uh, Paige Van Zet, who are all in AEW. Well, the reason why I said this, and it's and it's a and it's an information that the Twitter account built by Dan, he explains about the cleaning and care, and he says here thinking of this. B- belt as a piece of jewelry. The better maintained, the longer it will last. The plates are electroplated 24K gold. Do not use any types of cleaner on them. Warm water and um, ammonia-free glass cleaners can be used if needed. A microfiber cloth is best to clean smudges off. Eyeglass cloths without solution are best. Fingerprints left on the belt will eat the plating away over time. The leather can be clean with warm water and mild soap if necessary. Bright colors are achieved by using topical p- paints. It's normal for these color straps to show cracking. Why did I say? Why is that shared? Why does the Twitter account want Dan Lambert to know about this? Or more precisely, the TNT champion. Um- I don't know. Is she still the TNT champion? Let me see if TNT had said anything. Yep. Apparently the TNT champion Scorpio. Scorpio Sky. Why am I saying this? Well. <coughs> it's been revealed that last night. Even though I had blocked her off of social media because of her. Her and Sammy Guevara lying to their fans, to say the least, about their relationship. But it turns out Tay Conti shared on her Twitter account that uh, <sighs> that she had a photo of herself, Elf, and Sammy both naked, and and has the TNT championship belt on her. In other words, I don't know if Sammy and Tay did the dirty. So, yes. And uh, I would be very much concerned about this for both uh, Scorpio Sky and Dan Lambert. But as for Tony Khan, I would start... I. St- I would start uh, beaming at these two and consider to either start suspending them. Uh, In fact, it's bad enough how nasty and inappropriate they're doing it on social media. Apparently, there is a change.org petition going around. I mean, yes, I kind of signed it too. But apparently, a lot of people are... I I don't know if a lot of people. So far, I saw at least hot two, over two hundred fifty signatures, and I'm hoping the petition goes around so far and so fast, as because it's very disgusting. Hey, okay. now it's up to Tony Khan if he thinks it fits fit enough for punishing them both on Earth uh, by suspending them by their. Inappropriate actions. I don't know. I mean, if they're, if, and like, and even though they'll say, oh, to the haters, stay mad. Well, nobody, not even that, nobody wants to see that. And even if you're using the T Championship belt oh, uh, well, to protect your little birthday suits. But instead, you know, not only you should do that, I mean, you're causing a, um, what is it called? I heard somebody used to call it? The fappening? <laughs> Don't ask me about that, okay? Um, so yes, in other words, you shouldn't be sharing things off on social media, uh, especially even if you're claiming, oh, I'm not fully in my birthday suit, I have this to, I have the T-, T championship. I'm horrified and disgusted by this, and I'm pretty sure a lot of wrestling, I'm pretty sure a lot of fans in AEW are not liking this, but as, like I said, it's very garbaged. Garbaged. <laughs> Garbage. And, you know, I, I don't like that. I mean, and uh so yes so if anybody sees the photo please just report it as an adult anybody who shares this you should be ashamed to yourself just because just because it's Ty and Sammy that doesn't mean that you should be liking what they're doing it's very disgusting very inappropriate it and on top of that, I mean the, I mean fans are are gonna end up waking up and realizing, why are we supporting two people who were once happy in their lives, and then they decided to do a one eighty and caused you know Ty st- to go into a divorce, and Sammy calling off an engagement. And so those two can shack up. I don't know. It's a lot... I know there are fans out there saying, Oh, I don't care. I mean, this is fine. I'm like, really? I'm pretty sure um, there are those who are, like, I guess, obsessed with these two. Or one or the other. And they wish they were doing it with them. But... Come on, really. It's just not worth it. It, and, you know, even though, okay, I will admit this. I actually, there was, I don't know if it's legitimately if they're doing this or if there's something on with both of them or one of them because it's bad enough because I will admit this. If you guys don't know about Matt Hardy... Even though, yes, he's now in AEW. He's reunited back with his brother. They're both in AEW together, and you know, and and I just don't want to get angry at at Matt. Okay, even though I even though I follow the YouTube channel, oh I sus- well I subscribe to the YouTube channel. I follow Ruby on TikTok, and I also am following the uh Twitch channel. But what happened was there was something oh I don't know, it was a couple of, more than a couple of years ago when I just saw um when I saw uh there was a photo floating around of um Matt Hardy and I believe it is Rebe Guy, uh doing something really weird in uh in the sheets. And sure enough I think they're both in their birthday suits, to say the least, but to see, uh, see that and like wondering if they were, if there was something going on or I don't know what. But I, am I mad and angry about that? Yeah, for sure. But even though they haven't, even though it's probably because around that time, Matt is was, um, I don't know if he was acting If he was on something or not, but I don't. Even if it was the case, I mean he's now different. Okay, he's look. He looks better. I mean he's happy right now with him, his wife, and their four kids. Which, by the way, (laughs) which by the way, I will say this: Rebe, even though she shares a lot of things on TikTok, like, like um belt cleaning and, uh, organizing her husband's belt, championship belts, um, (laughs) or, uh, showing off the bedroom, (laughs) because if you guys didn't know, um, I guess ever since Maxwell was born, they have a, uh, room where the baby would end up sleeping, and it looks like, uh, I guess... I don't know, gothic to say at least? Yeah. Anyway. Right now it's hell, it's in the right now, uh E right now their their youngest, their daughter, uh, Evie, is in there and she sleeps in there and she's wearing all this kind of stuff. And I'm pretty sure the boys now there have their own rooms. <laughs> but they have a little book a bookshelf case that actually is a secret to another room where it's all, like, have all the rainbows and stuff, you know? And it's where for, uh, for the boys to... Boys and Evie to play, I mean... And it's really... I guess it's really kind of cool in a way. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> so, anyway, um... So, yeah, I mean... But as but for the difference, I guess from I'm fine with with Matt and Reby and not okay with Sammy and Tay. It's because I I don't know. It's maybe because of them what they're doing and they got so out of control. But I don't know if it's what was going on. So I don't know. It's a very questionable situation right now. I mean, am I am I disgusted by what Sammy and Taylor doing? Yes, should I did not even know why that I compared them to Matt and Ruby. Um, maybe because Matt and Ruby has been, you know, been together, and even though Matt had was in terrible relationships and. And bad enough for Rebe, she gone through heck because of being a which I had talked about this, uh, was a child bride. And I even though I even though I am so not like I am not for child brides, it's and I don't count them as marriages. It, I count them as straight up you know that abuse, and it just makes me upset and to see this happen to somebody. Hey. So yeah, I know I know it's crazy, but I don't know. Maybe it's just that uh, I've been watching Matt Hardy he, so much in most of my life, as well as his brother, and. To see him, you know, have somebody in Ruby to be th- with him, at his side. I don't know, just it's it's just a, I just feels like it's a weird situation, but I know most I know there will be rest, I know probably the, there will be AEW wrestlers who probably will defend them, but just understand that uh, it's it's really just disgusting what's going on. And and I just hope for um I'm just hoping being for been I don't know what will Tony Collins will do. Yikes give me a moment. Okay, so we're what's talking about Tay and Sammy. I know most of you guys are probably gonna say to me that um I I am nuts about this, but seriously, even if they did share this, it's not a good move, okay? Because, after all, now I, will, now, I also want to sh- point out something. Um, actually it was a tweet sent out by uh, sent out by uh, Jesse, who- Jesse Davin, who says here, Just because Tay and Sammy mentioned the naughty things they did with the D&D gym shop, that doesn't give the right to post the pictures of Paige. Tay and Sammy shared that with their own consent. Paige never gave consent to share. Those were leaked. Please be respectful. Actually, I have not seen any photos of, of Paige, so... Yeah, so the only thing I haven't seen is the Tay and Sammy, which is not a good thing. If they want to share something in what they did, like, go start an OnlyFans page, okay? Like, nobody wants to see that. That is entirely gross. Uh, uh, And, Jesse. I know you mean well, but those two just post... Inappropriate stuff that should be banned off of social, a uh, ban off of Twitter because it goes against Twitter's policy. Hey, I mean, seriously, hey, if they want to post anything anything that is so inappropriate, um, let them post it on, on, let them both start in OnlyFans. And they can make money off of it. Cause nobody wants to see that. Not me, not and anybody else. And pretty sure there are teenagers on this platform. They should not be seeing this. This unless they are so comfortable. Oh. But anyway, I'm just explaining how I feel much about what is going on. Um, right now, and for those who are wondering about the background of the, um, that was a phone call, phone call, some random idiot tried to call, and it's not a good time to do that while I'm, while I'm about to have dinner with my family, so, it's really, really crazy <sighs> E. So yes, so please, if you are trying to say that you are supporting Tate and Sammy, think twice about this because what they're sharing is should be against Twitter's policy, and because nobody wants to see that, not even me. Hey, I know most of you guys say what you, you don't want to see nakedness. I'm like, yes, because. Twitter should be a platform without that kind of crap, and if they cannot be and if that can't be removed if, if for them being suspended or anything, then know this is not good I mean it's not even a good look for anybody, so yeah I'm gonna make. Sh- Something a little bit more lighter and let you guys enjoy something really, uh, I don't know, funny, or you guys can get mad at him. Anyway, there's an article from Fightful who, uh, who decided to, uh, done this article. It says here, MJF says he watches all professional wrestling companies except for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Call it the... Crap. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. He's... I mean, what he said, but I'm just going to censor it and change it to the crap. <laughs> anyway, it says here, MJF it says here, the article is written by Gilles Bertel- Guzo of Fightful, who says here, MJF has a finger on the pulse of professional wrestling. The AEW star recently sat down with Air- oh, this guy, Ariel Helwani, which, by the way, he is not a pro wrestling fan. He's he's a MMA day reporter, or who actually thinks he knows everything, but he doesn't. Uh, for an in-depth interview, which he discussed a number of topics, including his love for WWE, his contract status, and much more. When asked if he watches just WWE, all of WWE's events, MJF says he's not only watches them, but he watches every professional wrestling company except for New Japan Pro Wrestling. This is what MJF said. All of them. And they're not pay per views. They're premium live events. Um. Whatever you say, MJF. <laughs> if you're gonna say it, say it right. Uh, bro. Oh. Bro. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> Um, I'm constantly watching all the products because I want to get my finger on the pulse. There is nothing going on in professional wrestling right now, at this moment. Rather it's the indies or rather it's a television professional wrestling company that I don't watch. I I watch everything. I see everything and I watch everything except New Japan. New Japan sucks. It's just the craps. <laughs> There's some guys that are cool. I, th- like, I think the great Okan is kind of cool. But yeah, not my thing. <laughs> goes back to, goes back to the move thing. They're just cracking each other over, on in the skull over and over again. They're just dummies. Concussions are real. He said. Oof. <laughs> Elsewhere during the interview, MJF says he won't sign any contracts before his contract with AEW expires on January 1st, 2024. Uh, He also remarks Cody Rhodes' departure from the company. And, uh, I guess I should read that. Okay. Oh, all right. Now another report from this time from Robert the Felice from Fightful who has the article MJF on Cody Rhodes leaving AEW. I hope he finds happiness. And I hope he makes a buttload of money. <laughs> oh God, dang it! <laughs> well, meh. Maxwell Jacob Friedman comments on Cody Rhodes leaving AEW. MJF and Cody Rhodes were once the best of friends. Later, became the most bitter rivals. MJF and Cody has had a match in Revolution in twenty twenty that would turn out to be the only singles match they would ever have. Cody and MJF would stay away from each other for the next two years. Cody actually would leave All Elite Wrestling. The company helped launch on February fifteenth, twenty twenty-two. Uh, speaking to the, this dumb dumb again, and uh, Maxwell actually cut kind of off a of kind words to Cody, saying he hopes whatever he does next and he make and next he makes a boatload of uh, money. Max says here <laughs> that I wish him the best of. L- Look, I really do, said Max. I hope he finds happiness. I hope he makes a boatload of money. Have we had our issues in the past? Absolutely. Do I love him as a human being? Maybe not, but I respect him as a businessman. Look, this is the same guy who I whipped several times. I watched his wife crying and weep. I'm not saying we're buddies. <laughs> Oh come! Oh good grief! Maxwell's and he's still acting like he's a freaking character. <laughs> you know, I'm not saying I like the guy, but what I'm saying is I respect what he's doing as his business- businessman. And quite frankly, by twenty twenty four, if people have an issue with me leaving to go make real money, then me and him are going to be fighting on the same exact island. <laughs> oh boy. It's this something... Oh, boy. Okay. Asked if you were surprised by the move. Maxwell says he was not surprised CO- a- C- a- e- D- w- Cody Go because they have such a strong roster as it is. No, I'm not surprised because we had so many weapons and we have so many top guys on the promotion. The wheel's just going to keep turning. Now, was Cody a big weapon in the arsenal? Absolutely. That's why I look forward to seeing what he has as a weapon does for the rest of his career. Uh oh. It says here Tori Khan recently stated that he wanted to keep Kodros on the board for movies then his concert roll over aloud. Oof I may have to I may have to stop that. So yeah, so my thoughts about this is um it's crazy that MJF thinks that way. Now, I'm not sure if you have been on Twitter for a little while, but I think his mother's on there, and his mother is not in the happy mood. Dude, and now, I don't know why she does this every time, because she should know be- if it is really hard, because she does, she should know better what her son's up to. And he's acting like such of a heel that he is now, I do not want to and uh yeah, and uh and uh i feel i don't know why it's like you're gonna if you're gonna end up interviewing him, you know he's gonna be staying on character. I'm sure of this because, otherwise MJF is really a complete and utter dork <laughs> if he's at if he's not really in character. But I feel like he is, and much to say the least. And you know, you're gonna, and yes, if in all means necessary, if MJF of once his contract expired in in uh, in on January. 4th, first of 2024, and he goes somewhere else, like, uh, I mean, he could stay, I mean, he could go to Impact Wrestling or Impact Wrestling and, uh you know, and still have his name, but I mean, I'm kind of worried that if he jumps into WWE, I mean, he, they'll change his name completely, and I just don't want to see that happen to him, um. And the reason why I'm saying this is because, you know, MJF definitely, you know, deserves to stay who he is. Anyway, but I can't believe he talked crap about New Japan. Uh,. Oh, if, if only Jay White or anybody in New Japan just come after him and just close actually not just Jay White I'm thinking about heck let let's Archer take, go after him cause he wrestled the New Japan over, and he was part of Suzuki Goon he still is I would say hey so uh yeah <laughs> You know? <laughs> but, you know, you know, MJF is just MJF. I mean, per, as per usual, he's still just a character. And he's still acting like his, he is a character, so... <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm i just... And besides, like, Jay White or Lance Archer, heck, you know what? Send that... You know what? I would also love to see... He wrestled against MJF, Chris Bay. <laughs> I'm I'm sure I'm trying to think of anybody, any else. Um, heck, kid, you know what? It'd be really entertaining. Put him against Minoru Suzuki when he's in back in the United States again. I I'll I'll grab the popcorn. Uh, and actually I wanna just do is I will it would be the most funny thing is I'll grab the popcorn, let Archer gets the thing seats, we'll just eat, eat and watch FJF get the feet the get the butt beat the crap by Suzuki. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> I'm just being silly, you know. <laughs> if you, even though that would be funny to watch MJF get butt beat by Minoru Suzuki. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I may have to read some more fightful information because. This is about to be interesting. So, let me talk to you about uh, Kenny Omega for a moment. It's, it's, it's his te- teaser is. It says here, AEW, you, the title here says, AEW files two trademarks, including one related to video games. This is an article from Fightful by Jeremy Lambert. It says here, AEW has filed two new trademarks. On March 21st, AEW follow the trademark, undisputed elite, and AEW fight forever. AEW has been calling Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, and Kyle Riley the undisputed elite, while AEW fight forever is related to video games. Full description here. Mark for undisputed elite trademark residency. Registration is intended to cover the categories of fan clubs, providing a website for featured entertainment in the fields of sports entertainment, providing entertainment information in the field of sports entertainment via a website, conducted entertainment exhibitions in the nature of wrestling exhibits and performance by professional wrestlers, entertainment in the nature of wrestling content, Test providing wrestling news and information via a global computer network. So, I, so that means that it's. So I guess, jeez, I have to go watch AEW. So I guess AEW. I guess AEW has been calling Adam Cole Bobby Fish and Kyle Ryan the Undisputed Elite. <laughs> Even though, oh, that's much of an adding insult to the injury to the to uh, the elite. Now, I am really much shocked and surprised that, uh, you know, that this is happening. So, in other words, they're excited to call themselves what they were known in WWE, I guess the Undisputed, but now they just call themselves undisputedly. I mean, it would be still good if they had their missing element that is... The one and only Roderick Strong. <laughs> but he's still in, he's still part of Daddy Daddy, and I don't know how long he will be there. I mean, after all, they were very much cruel to his wife, if if Mariana Schaefer. And although, I hope, she, I'm hoping she'll have an opportunity. Wherever she's gonna land. But as of right now, I'm pretty sure they're just taking care of their son. And for now. Uh, but until probably until Roderick's done with WWE. And hopefully we may see him in the con. Maybe he'll stay with WWE. Or maybe he'll go to uh, AEW. You know? I'm just saying. But that's not all. Let me read you the re- n- the other part. Mark four AEW Fight Forever trademark registration is intended to cover the categories for de- of downloadable so- game software, downloadable computer game software, downloadable electric game software, downloadable interactive game software, video games discs, downloadable video game programs down video game software, recorded video game programs, recorded video game software. So, I guess this, I guess I'm surprised this is crazy, but if this is entirely true, I mean, this is going to be crazy. So, yes. So, what do I think about this? Well, I don't know how to say this, but but this is really so much uh, if this might be for an up if this is for the upcoming video game I'll be really dang because this is really crazy to say the least so yeah Okay, Triple H has decided to post up an update here. And this has been retweeted by Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful. Anyway, Triple H says here, in a tweet, says, been a while since I've given an update on my health and what the future has in store for me. Check out my conversation with Stephen A. Smith today on At First Take. Full interview debuts tonight on Stephen A's World on ESPN Plus, and I think ESPN Plus is something that you have. Yeah, I'm just gonna look onto this, but yes, um, what if you guys didn't know the oh um straight up last year, Triple H was, uh. Um, Uh, Triple H was definitely um had was not was not in much of a uh, had a situation and a terrible situation that landed him into the hospital and it was about some wrong with his heart and. From what the information was gathered, that he was, you know, oh, that he had to stay in the hospital and ended up having, I guess, some kind of surgery to fix the issues. And now I can say for at least that he, he was out of the hospital and, you know, he was doing much better. And that was the last thing I kind of heard about, so... I can't wait to see, I guess I can't wait to hear about this and probably there's going to be more to be talked about this. So, I mean, the only way to get the full interview is you have to buy ESPN Plus and it's crazy, you know. But I'm pretty sure somebody on Fightful may, I don't know, Get the information from there. Hopefully. So, yep. So, anyway. I guess I should talk about this one. Because it's really crazy that it's been talking about here. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's right here. It says here... A report er, from Feifel. It says here Shaq Gasper to receive the 2022 Warrior Award. It's been post- it's been written out by Jeremy Lambert, but he cited Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer. It says here Chad Gasford will reportedly be honored during the 2022 WWE Hall of Fame, fame. according to Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer, Shad Gaspard will receive the 2022 Warrior Award. WWE has yet to confirm the news. Yeah, be careful what you're saying about this if you're sourcing Dave Meltzer. That's officially coming from WWE. We don't know if that's entirely true. Gaspard tragically passed away in May 2020 after being caught up caught in a rip current in Venice Beach while saving his son. In the wrestling world he was part of Crime Time with JTG. The Warrior Award is presented to an individual who has exhibited unwavering strength and preservance, and who has lived the life with the courage and compassion that embodies the indomitable spirit of the ultimate warrior. Titus O'Neil won the award in twenty twenty one. The award was established in 2015 with Connor LaCrutcher, Malaket, Joan London, Eric LeGrand, Jerry's J.G. Robinson, Sue Addison, and Rich Herring, and our past recipients, along with Neil. The Undertaker, Vader, Sharmel, and have been announced for this year's Duddy Hall of Fame class ceremony will take place on April 1st on Peacock following Daddy Smackdown. Now, my thoughts about this is really kind of crazy. And even though I am not 100% sure about this. So until this is really confirmed about this, um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even uh, dare to much. But it's what Dave Meltzer is saying, because we don't know if this is true yet. I mean, they has hasn't made the announcement yet, and uh, you know, they're almost there. To, I mean what it was like what we're about a week away from let me look at my calendar for a moment here right <laughs> let me see here yeah we have a uh, a week away before the uh before it happens though it's a very weird situation because April 1st is also April Fool's Day and Randy Orton's birthday. <laughs> Will you be? <laughs> so, yes. Uh, so, so, uh, so, yeah. I mean, they they probably could be announcing later on today. I'm not 100% sure. I mean, it could also be announced on Monday, so who knows. It could happen between now and until until uh the until the ceremony. I mean, so who knows. So we uh, and besides that, we're I'm not 100% sure what will be going on. So, yeah. So, stay tuned with that. Uh. So anyway, I want to read you this article again from Fightful, who, oh, written out by uh Jeremy Lambert, who says here about this article titled "JBL Pitch Last Pick Ideal for Heath Slater at Twenty Sixteen Draft." Man made him an him undrafted. <laughs> it says here in the article from uh, on Fightful, thanks, uh, it says here, in the 2016 Dirty Draft, arguably the top storyline coming out of the draft was Heath Slater not being drafted. Heath was let alone in the green room on draft night and became the top free agent following the draft. Appearing on "Stories with Briscoe and Bradshaw," yes. By the way, it's a podcast. Yes. Heath and JBL revealed how the storyline came to fruition. The draft was happening, in <laughs> and it happening, and your butt, uh, JBL, went the air until Vince, How about one guy doesn't get draft? Vince was like. <coughs> Vince is like, what are you thinking? Let's say or not get dra- let's say or not get drafted. He'll run with it, recalled the JBL <laughs> uh, explained how things went down, saying Vince love it. We're sitting in there in the production room and going over the trap and I'm thinking about parallels to the NFL trap. It's a big deal in the NFL draft who gets drafted last. We're wasting a value thing by not drafting somebody last and make a big deal out of it. I went to talk to Vince and said, at the end of a little draft, it's a real big deal when someone gets drafted last. Vince looked at me and his eyes just lit up. He goes, are you thinking he's Slater? I said, yes, ex- that's exactly who I'm thinking. Right away, Vince is like, how about he doesn't get drafted, and then we turn the lights uh, on him, and he's a free agent and goes between shows. That's how the whole deal <laughs> came about. <clears throat> he's continues saying that that saying that there was an ideal just announced where he got drafted. It's a digital exclusive. Ugh. I didn't know someone was ripping me or not, but barely told me afterwards, like, cause a big scene. It went from going off on air to Gold Street to the Daddy.com thing and had me blowing a gasket and walking out. They told me they were going to put me on the internet as being drafted to SmackDown. I was like, why would you do that? Wondering Heath. GBL says that was never part of Vince's plan. That never the idea. I got directly from Vent that was never the ideal, said JBL. The ideal is not draft you and then you become a free agent, going from show to show, saying you're most valuable free agent in the world, which would was awesome. Heath would show up on all shows, live events looking for a contract and eventually becoming a SmackDown Team <laughs> champion alongside rhino. Oh. I thought it was great It S- eight eight you're so entertaining creative enough. The thought was you're not getting drafted in a top in the top five. It really doesn't matter. Why not it's something special for it? Becoming a free agent and you become the biggest star out of the draft, said JBL. Heath mentioned that his storyline was the most memorable aspect for the two thousand sixteen dirty draft. Heath is currently work in for Impact Wrestling, and make various independent wrestling appearances fight f- <laughs> the course of course this the Fightful will have a live coverage of Impact Wrestling beginning 8 p.m. Thursday. That's pretty usual, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> that is something very shockful, you know. And maybe I should go listen to good old uh, Gerald Briscoe and uh, John Bradshaw Layfield <laughs> about those two too. <laughs> well, it's kind of true now uh, about the Daddy Award, or your award that is going to Chad Gaspard, and it's been reported by Fox Sports, more specifically. Ryan said, <laughs> Let me pull up this up uh, from it. Apparently, um, Ryan was the one who tweeted it out. And I'm glad it's him. And this year, former Duddy superstar Chad Gasford, who tragically died in 2020, saving the life of his young son, will be recognized in the, for his heroic efforts at this year's Duddy Hall of Fame ceremony. Denny has told Fox Sports that Gaspard will be honored next month in Dallas during WrestleMania week with the company's annual Warrior Awards, which is presented to an individual who has exhibited unwavering strength. In this case, Gaspard is being given someone who made the ultimate sacrifice as father. In May 2020, while swimming in the ocean near Venice Beach, the active wrestler and his 10-year-old son got caught in a strong rip current. With waves nearly eight feet tall crashing down on them, it was reported that Gaspard's final words were, Save my son, as he catapulted Araya, that's his son's name, from the water towards the lifeguard before being washed out to sea. This 39-year-old was survived by his wife, Silana uh, Gaspard, who were told will be accepting the ward with their son on his behalf. In addition, many Disney-Duddy superstars said to be in attendance for the ceremony were close to Shad, including Shelton Bendron, who recently discussed how he and others had remained active in the lives of the Gaspard family. Of course, Shad Will mostly famously be remembered for his work in Dada E as one half of Crime Time with partner JGT. The fast talking duo burst into singing in, 20- in 2006, sporting signature streetwear and quickly become fan favorites due to unmatched energy, boatloads of charisma, and explanational comic timing. This helped the team land crucial scenes with the likes of Vince McMahon, Edge, Randy Orton, John Cena, Triple H, and Shawn Michaels over the course of two stints in the company. Despite never winning tag team gold, Crime Time remained a, a, a memorial part of Daddy's late aughts. Well, you made laughs? Damage! Hey, Ryan! Following his departure in, in 2010, Shadow Shift Focused to the world of entertainment, making small appearances in dirty TV shows and movies such as Get Hard, he also did stunt work and wrote a pilot for a TV series called Pinfall, which re- received critical acclaim. The twenty 2020, twenty, the twenty twenty two Duddy Hall of Fame ceremony will also include Mark Calloway, A.K.A. The Undertaker, as the headline act, as well as Green Charmel and a posthumous induction for Vader. <sighs> And what Ryan's nice to put in says, Callaway talks about his oncoming introduction, which presented by Vincent Mann on this week's Out of Character with Ryan Satin, saying it'll be a glimpse into his real true self rather than the character he portrayed on TV for over 30 years, which apparently is there. As for Gaspar, his time with us has has... Been, may have been short, but 39 year old lived to the fullest list and left an impact of those he encountered. From the people he knew in real life to the fans who watched him on TV, he'll, he's greatly missed. If the Warrior Award means to give someone who, life, who lived life with courage and compassion, there's no better choice than a hero like Shad. And this is straight up from. Ryan sat and think, and on the Fox Sports. So, yep, and because of that, it's been dirty to tweet it out. Out. uh, and they have an article. It says here, Shaq Gasper to receive the 2022 Warrior Award at the Deadly Hall of Fame ser- induction ceremony. It says here, Shaq Gasper has posthumously been named the recipient of the 2022 Warrior Award. Named after Deadly Hall of Famer, the Ultimate Warrior. The Warrior Award is presented to an individual who has on weight... Wearing strength and perseverance and who lives lives with the courage and passion that bullies the indomitable spirit of the ultimate war. The first the news was first reported by Fox Sports. A, uh, uh, refix that to, it's been re- first reported by Ryan Satin of Fox Sports. <laughs> The Warrior Award presentation will be part of the Dirty Hall of Fame induction ceremony Friday, April 1st at the American Airlines Center in Dallas as part of WrestleMania week. The event will stream live exclusively on Peacock in the United States and Dirty Network everywhere else. A larger and life superstar with boundless charisma, Shad passed away on May 17, 2020. While swimming with his son, the pair got caught in a Strong current in Venice Beach, California. In a heroic egg act of love, the concerned father instructed lifeguards to save his son before himself and disappeared soon after. Days later, his, away, his passing was confirmed. He was 39 years old. Shed bravery and selflessness will honored next Friday with the 2022 Warrior Award as part of the 2022 Dirty Hall of Fame induction ceremony. I have to say, this is the most deepest thing ever that daddy that daddy will do this. And I know most of you guys are saying, this is, this can't be crazy. Well, yeah, it's kind of true. Now, also, there is another update. I uh, that Triple H was going to be being interviewed by Stephen A. Smith on ESPN. Well, it's been revealed. Breaking, Triple H announced his in-ring competition on ESPN first date with Stephen A. Smith. It's been tweeted on Daddy.com. Tweeted on the Daddy Daddy Twitter account. Anyway. Hey. Anyway. Right. Anyway, Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful had uh, tw- tweeted, About this. Uh, let's see. It says here, Triple H is now on first take. He started to call blood and Stephanie O'Se laying leading him to check leading to him to get checked out. And in given tests, he was heart failing. he had to go straight to the emergency room. This was him recounting the cardiac events. Sorry for any confusion. And of course, he says here, Triple H and Shawn Michaels is the perfect template of being able to go back to a feud at any time because they had such a rich history. Go watch the all match at the end of 2003. Actually, yeah. I mean, Oh yeah, and also has been tweeted from through Fightful. It says Triple H said he had viral pneumonia. Oof! Fantastic career, and thanks Triple. Thank you, Triple H. So, yeah. <laughs> so, what Sean what Sean Ross Sapp is saying that um, Triple H, what happened was this is straight up what happened last year. Triple H got uh sick and it turns out he had a pneumonia that led him to a cardiac arrest. And I think everybody was kind of concerned about him and to say the least I don't blame him. Um so I am I'm shocked that he is now retiring and I'm pretty sure he's going to be more focusing on uh probably doing a lot of authority Figures and stuff, so. Oh, oh, jeez, it's really real. Sent out a tweet. It says it's been my honor, and actually, it's a photo of actually the two of them. I I guess this is the first time the two of them were together. Actually, I guess in WCW. Yeah, I get it. (laughs) And then some recently. And he says, it's been my honor, X. Next, says "And it's been my uh, honor, William Regal. <laughs> anyway, that's all the other thing. Uh, <laughs> the other thing going on. I guess Batista's been trending on Twitter. And I guess they're talking about Triple H and Batista's match. <laughs> and then, of course, the Gins Randy. Somebody tweeted out saying Triple H's last two matches of his career were against Batista and Randy Orton. A perfect way to go out. Hmm. Actually, speaking about Dave, even though he's still losing it. I guess he hasn't seen anything about this. The last thing he posted was, as him, him in the commercial, in this commercial promoting uh, <laughs> Disney Plus, us. <laughs> Bad enough they try to make it. A- Bad enough there was a Twitter account out. I'm like, bruh, we all know that's Dave Batista. Come on, it looks scary to me. <laughs> oh, Dave! You're you need to be back on Twitter, man. <laughs> but yeah, it's funny. Can't believe that. So yeah, um. So, and I, and I I'm gonna say this, you know, a lot of people. I know for Sean Ross, he said his best match that was, was Shawn Michaels versus Triple H. Actually, it's been, what, the last couple of days or so? Is any is sh- any match against Shawn Michaels is definitely worth the watch, okay? No matter if it's Scott Hall or Triple H. H. You know what? Let's... This- Let's throw in uh another one of them that actually I like. It actually was very awkward too. <laughs> it's uh Degeneration X versus uh Kaden Burdock in a Street Fight match. That was even though some people say, Oh, that's gotta be crap. No, it was actually kinda of fun to watch really. <laughs> oh, and by the way and by the way, and also since we're also talking about uh, wrestling, much especially Michelle Gasper. I highly recommend you guys go watch Crime Time versus Caden Murdoch. Uh, I mean especially because those guys. I think since they're, I think since two thousand from two thousand six or two thousand seven. No, so check Crime Time out with John Cena too. I mean, seriously, those guys were hilarious when they helped out and totally wrecked the JBLs. Limousine, and (laughs) Doran Sita, and uh, Lakefield's feud. (laughs) Yeah, so, anyway. So, I guess that's much I could say about that. Yep. So, I don't know. Oh, I'm going to make sure I think this... uh This will be out around the same time as my uh, other podcast because you need to listen to both of them (laughs) for this. But um, the reason why I'm saying this is recently, um, last night was really hilariously gone crazy. But at the same time, it just makes you feel like you have a conscience. If you guys didn't know, um, go listen to my other podcast. But, otherwise, if you don't want to... Ooh, Yeah, the other podcast is the uh, Anything Else to Add podcast with Lindy Rogers. Um, <laughs> what happened was, uh, comedian and actor uh, Chris Rock ends up telling a kind of a terrible joke oh, I would say at least terrible, but it was pretty funny be- and especially because how everybody reacted and memes to follow um, whatever it was he, he was telling a, a terrible joke about uh, Will wife Jada, who had alopecia uh, and uh And, uh, you know, at first Will thought, you know, ha ha. Then, then some, but his wife was not taking it. And then next thing you know, it, it pins to Chris and all of a sudden Will comes out of nowhere. And he just slaps him and he tells Chris to keep his, his wife's name out of his mouth. I'm not going to swear it because it's like crazy enough as it is. Anyway, the pro wrestling community is laughing their butts off. In fact, uh, there were were those who were reacting to this. Um, Like, for example, uh, uh, Rockstar Spud's uh, wife, Renee, was like, couldn't believe what happened. And she's like, he's like she says that like good night WrestleMania WrestleMania season go fake <laughs> um <laughs> somebody actually shared on twitter a clip from the movie that chris rock was in called uh Head of State where chris rock came up, made an appearance in uh Impact Wrestling at that time uh TNA Wrestling and where uh he, he made an appearance, and it, it's because for his character and his, uh, and he and uh, whatever it was, you know, he meets everybody, and the next thing you know, um, he gets beat up by some of the wrestlers, so that's what they're alluring to. <laughs> and I I think I'm not 100% sure if Chris Rock did actually made an appearance in DNA Wrestling. Maybe he did, or maybe not. But I know it was for the move. No, that it was in the movie he did. But, then again, I could be rolled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, everybody's been talking about this. It's in the wrestling community uh, with memes and stuff. But they're all like... Oh, it's like oh, this is gonna be happening in the pro wrestling community, and like, I mean, yeah, it's so hilarious. Now, I know, I know it's really funny and whatnot. Heck, even those who react to, to that, uh, who are pro wrestlers, like uh, well, famous CB, he he's reacted <laughs> to it like couldn't believe it. Um, I know, I know some of you guys thinking, you know, it's like it's awful of what they did. I'm like, yes, it's true, but the pro-dustin community knows it was, like, hilarious. It's because they end up making memes and stuff. In fact, <laughs> it's so, <laughs> in fact, even though it's so hilarious, and even though it's so bad, <laughs> and apparently, uh, apparently, Fightful make a joke that <laughs> made an article about this joke, and it's really I'm surprised they did this. Uh, what it is here? It, here. Let me just read you this because this is even you know, hilariously weird. But it's been written by Jeremy Lambert of Fightful, and it says here. Well, <laughs> even though I don't know why there's art, I don't know why they need that. That why they post this, but it says here, Will Smith slaps former TNA star Chris Rock at the Oscars. <laughs> Cr- and it says here, Chris Rock should have kept Jada Pickett Smith's name out of his mouth. There's no Oscars for Best Fight Scene, but if there was, Will Smith and Chris Rock would take it it home on Sunday. Rock made a G.I. Jane joke in reference to Smith's wife's... Hey, Jada Pinkett, who has alopecia. Will initially laughed, but Jada rolled her eyes. Seconds later, Will got on stage and asked Rock, what the fuck? He to the face. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, after sitting, <laughs> after s- <laughs> after sitting down, uh, Will Smith yelled at Chris Rock, keep my voice name out of your effing mouth. Uh, and Rock early continued presenting a documentary err the Oscars for Best Documentary. <laughs> Summer also won for those who care. Will Smith also won Best o- Oscar on the Oscar for Best Actor. Not for his performance to being angry <laughs> We're slapping Chris Rock, but for before it's 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 in King Richard. No word yet, if Duddy has contacted Smith or Rock to appear at WrestleMania 38, it's WrestleMania week, folks. Strap it. <laughs> oh, my God. Please don't make this awkward as it is. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh good grief! I can't believe I can't believe somebody at Fightful ended up writing this. <laughs> it's too hilariously funny. <laughs> I mean, sheesh! I I it's just too funny. <laughs> oh my. Everybody's like, I know this is too much, but sheesh. (laughs) Uh, Of course, a lot of people don't know. And I know people are just I know people are gonna say things about this, but I don't know what to say as much, but Jeez, I'm like, I can't believe somebody ended up. I can't believe somebody had fivefold written that uh, article. Did that? I'm like, bruh. <laughs> okay, meme. It's enough about the memes and stuff. But sheesh. <laughs> well, thanks Twitter for for me this. I was been. I always get. uh Recommendations of what topics I follow. One of them being wrestling. And it says wrestling, but it says... Braun Breaker... Uh, at Braun Breaker.de which it says Bronson Steiner. God damn it. Anyway, it's a photo he started to share. And I'm like, oh dear lord. So he's... It's a photo, and I had to confirm this with Daddy completely. It's a fo- it's an old photo of his father and his uncle. Translation: <laughs> The Steiner brothers should be inducted into the Daddy Hall of Fame, class of twenty twenty two. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, Bron. Ron's father, Rick Steiner, and his and Ron's uncle uh, Scott Steiner are being inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. class of twenty twenty-two <laughs> <laughs> And despite they have an old photo fo- uh, they decided to use an old photo. I mean let's <laughs> let's <less basic>, sick sick <laughs> Skat is changed so much. <laughs> if you guys didn't know much about, if you guys don't know about uh Brom... Bron Breaker or Bronson Steiner, <laughs> you're gonna love to hear about this. <laughs> if you don't know much about the about Bron Bronson Steiner, A.K.A. Brom Breaker's uh, legacy. He, that he is a second generation because of his father, uh, Rick Steiner. who <laughs> had uh, kind of wrestled in WWE and then WCW. I think he also appeared in TNA wrestling, which is now Pet Wrestling. Um, <laughs> yeah, and so has his uncle too. Oh. And that's the last time we seen uh seen uh last time I seen uh Bronson's uh uncle was actually in Impact Wrestling. I think <laughs> that there's uh that there's a wrestling meme about his uncle. Oh, that is really hilarious. There's I don't know if you could just look up uh Scott Center you'll see what I Scott Center math I think. You'll see what I mean by <laughs> But yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm surprised they're using an old photo of uh of was and Rex Steiner, 'cause <laughs> ever since then the scat Steiner, since he was, since he is known as the generic freak. Hey, the man had had his hair cut at, uh, at to dye it like blonde, and he had some kind of freaky pitch. And uh yeah he has a uh and he always had the sunglasses, the ch mail headpiece. (laughs) So yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, and actually, you know, here's the funny thing about uh, Scott Steiner. He was actually a member. Uh, he was the original member of the main event mafia, uh, which was a very weird game around that time. <laughs> but, yeah, it was funny. Yeah, the original members were uh, Kurt Angle, Sting, Kevin Nash, Booker T, and then Scott Steiner was added. (laughs) Uh, But yep, and of course, as for his brother, you know, while he was still he when he was wrestling, he still had the headpiece. He used to have kept for a long time. But yeah, it's true. <laughs> so, apparently, it's been... So, apparently, uh... <laughs> so, apparently, I'll just take this as confirmed from... from, uh, the NXT star or that, his, that his father and his uncle are being inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Of course, when I looked this up with WWE, they said here it, it break it. As first announced by David at David Schumacher on the on the at the ringer, the Standard Brothers will will be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame class of twenty twenty two. I almost want to say is, Bruh, Let let the let the boy speak. Let him let him do the announcement. Don't let some peon news reporter to do this. Let let the man speak for himself and for his family. <laughs> Even though he is going to be wrestling in the afternoon show oh stand and deliver. Or, or, that will be during the week of during the week WrestleMania weekend. Which it's pretty awesome. But still oh <laughs> let the boys speak. This is his family. This is his legacy. This is his name. And don't call him from Raker. It's Bruns it's Steiner. Because he's a Steiner for fruit of <laughs> It says here, the Steiner brothers will be inducted into the Deadly Hall of Fame class of 2022. As first announced by David Schumacher. <laughs> on the on ringer.com, Rick and Scott Steiner will be enshrined into the hall halls during the 2022 WWE Hall of Fame induction ceremony as part of WrestleMania Week. The WWE Hall of Fame ceremony will take place this Friday, April 1st at the American Airlines Center in Dallas as part of WrestleMania Week. The event will be streamed live exclusively on Peacock. Uh, in the US and Duddy Network, everywhere else. In addition to the first time in history, Duddy will present both Friday night's Meta and the 2022 Duddy Hall of Fame ceremony live on the same night at the American Airlines Center, giving all fans and attendants an unprecedented opportunity to witness the both events for one price. Tick. Yeah, in other words, it's a. It's a. Two for one. <laughs> anyway. Um and they're available now, so hopefully if you guys got it, it's good if not to uh, sorry. Anyway, um this says here the most successful of tag team must be a complete in sync and possessive ability to read each other's thoughts. Arguably no one can either find that level of connection better than family. A enter celebrated university of Michigan Illuminati, Rick and Scott Steiner, siblings competitors who donned the headgear, and/or mullet, and <laughs> introduced it, an innovated, and ringside that helped them fight their way to the top of the mouth. And anyway, it goes here saying things about their time in in the National Wrestling Alliance, WCW and even ECW, but I mean, after all, and they post, and they also did also did, uh, wrestled on Impact Wrestling separately, even though more Scott did than Rick. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, congratulations to the NXT uh, Superstar er, er, for his Father and his uncle be inducted into the Daddy Hall of Fame, and thank you Twitter for sharing this information. Anyway, I'm gonna go. Fo- I'm gonna follow uh, the the second generation Steiner. Yeah, is they're all goddamn? He almost looked like his. uh, He almost looked like his father. Seriously. I'm just hoping he does not follow... I hope he doesn't turn out to be like his uh, uncle. He's more looking like his father, but... (laughs) It actually proves why he... He actually... Is really... Why he's actually a little more better than his brother and uncle. (laughs) Oopsie. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, after all... I mean, he's winning NXT. T- he's gonna win the NXT title off of Dolph Ziggler. Well, I'll be happy. <laughs> no offense to Ziggler, but come on, man. You're you're a Denny superstar. Right, you're supposed to be on the main roster. Here, let the boy. L- let the boy have his title belt back. Let him go feud against Tommaso Ciampa. You're you're more suited up on the main roster, man. <laughs> Or, or better yet, you might as well go join your brother or on the other side. <laughs> An A-K-A-E-A-E-W. <laughs> no, it's true. Um, It's crazy. <laughs> yep. Okay, I gotta also show you this. Despite he is completely more... Fo- should be more focusing on boxing. But uh Logan Paul has been well, he's been preparing himself. Apparently, if you guys don't know much about Logan Paul uh, why he's involved with Denny yet again, it's beyond me. But apparently he's been taking some tra- he's been taking some uh training over at the Denny Performance Sa- Center learning uh from I can't believe out of anybody in the world of pro wrestling would ever do this, but uh, since I guess since he was considered to be a stunt double for uh David Arquette at, for that movie ready to Rumble, I'm talking about the Gregory Shane Helms or he'd like to refer to it as Shane Helms, <laughs> yeah, apparently uh. Let's just say the man who's also goes who used to also been known as the hurricane. Um <laughs> uh, he's been helping out um Logan Paul in his training with of course the Miz watching. And I'm like what? I thought I thought he was gonna be in uh, I thought he was gonna be in Puerto Rico or something, you know. So uh <laughs> <laughs> no, he's in Florida getting ready for th- getting ready for his match against his tag match with The Miz against Ray Mysterio and his son Dominic. uh Ray and Dominic Mysterio are gonna, are gonna have to work harder than what this, and probably just force Logan Paul to stick to a uh, boxing thing. <laughs> Ugh. I don't know, but if he, but if if I'll be, I'll be dang if Logan Paul ends up, up uh, winning this, and then maybe we'll and maybe just maybe, <laughs> we'll probably think where he he should go lines with, pro wrestling, or boxing, because <laughs> it's already bad enough that his brother is dominating the boxing scene. So, I'll be dang if Logan, and is worth. The watch with the wrestling. Even though, just understand, he's also still friends with, uh... KSI, and they have their own company, uh... Prime Drink, and, and <laughs> Anyway, and speaking about Prime Drink... Actually, I hope, uh, Logan could just, I don't know, hook up something. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, um... <laughs> I don't know. It, it, I try to watch a little bit. Uh, it's just too weird, to say the least. After all, I mean, everybody knows that he went toe to toe against KSI, ended up gone for a draw and then a loss. So <laughs> who knows if he does good? In, if he does good in his first wrestling ma- first wrestling match, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it might be good for Logan. Who knows? <laughs> and uh, another win for The Miz. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to end this podcast because this is pretty hilarious. But I'm going to set up the next podcast episode so I can talk about uh, WrestleMania weekend. But this is going to make you f- laugh for a while. <laughs> anyway, WrestleCon... And just tweeted out, uh, th- on Twitter uh, what they're expecting in their uh show, oh in uh, in the Dallas, Texas. It says here the tweet is. Who's winning the 5k? I guess the th- I guess it says here Super Show bounty five thousand dollar reward for the best match voted by fans and tenants. Right. Uh. Anyway <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so far the matches have been announced. And I can't believe they're and I can't believe this. This is here that they're airing this on Fight TV. I'm like, oh, goody. Anyway, so it this here. Who's winning the 5K? Speedball versus Bandito. A six-man tight team. Tayo versus Johnny. <laughs> Wait, I can't believe I slid. Um... Jeez. Shoot, I lost it. Uh, crap. Okay, okay, let me okay. uh, Ishi versus that chair, Onita versus Paco Ten man, uh Shizuki vs versus... Oh no. <laughs> Athena vs Mio Yum Homicide Loki vs dim boys can't join us in process? watch us live on Fight T V. <laughs> and uh I know most you guys are gonna ask me, what the heck's going on? <laughs> Well, apparently there's a card that says John Morrison versus Taya Valkyrie Dirty Dishes Match. Okay, there is a really funny reason behind this. Actually, because I saw it on Twitter. What happened was, um, Taya tweeted out that her husband and John Morrison um... Was supposed to clean the dishes. He kind of did, but he left the, but he left the, uh, he left, he left, he cleaned the dishes, let them dry, and he put them away, but he left it open. Taya freaked out on Twitter. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I can't believe she did that. And now, she. the reason why is because she asked as if anybody in her, anybody that if their uh, spouse do, does this. Specifically their husbands. I'm like, I mean, I used to do the dishes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think we should go back doing the dishes. I mean, back cooking. But, uh, Taya Taya did actually brought up a good point (laughs) because if the tissues were done washing and drying you should have put them away and uh, yeah definitely closed it till you need it (laughs) but (laughs) she was so mad at it him so I guess this is what led to a ma- the match. <laughs> <laughs> of course, there and yes, there is a six man tag team match. Ace Austin, teaming up with Josh Alexander and Black Torres, to take on against Michael Oku, Ray Hours, and Lardo Kid. And, and. And of course, there is a 10-man tag team match. It's five on five. Team Onita versus Team Paco. Paco yeah, sorry. Um, I don't know. I mean, but wait. Mineral Suzuki versus Piff Music? Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, so that might be a debate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if there's anybody who definitely deserves the, uh, 5K, it, it might be from the 10-man, t- uh, it could be coming from the 10-man tag team match, or Sh- Minaros Shizuki for Beauty. <laughs> <laughs> Um... <laughs> Okay, so this is hilarious. Anyway, there's a tweet here. It says here we always ha- we are always happy to help set a simple marital experience. The screen. The final announced for the Mark Hitchcock and show is the Taya Valkyrie versus. T- t- Johnny Russell got A.K. John Morrison. Wait, don't tell me Johnny, John got his Don't tell me John, John Henning got, got his name, legal name, right? <laughs> uh <sighs> Oh boy! Anyway, so I'm nearly laughing my butt off about this. <laughs> Ooh, excuse me. <laughs> okay, I see. E. What they were saying. And the Briscoe brothers, or it's Mark and Jay Briscoe, is taking on against homicide and low key. Another one is known as the Rottweilers. Oh, jeez. Okay, Mike Speedball Mike Bailey is taking on against Bandito. Oh. I see. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Khan <laughs> sent out this tweet saying, should have the full list of price schedule of, of, of for, pro photos uh, posted tonight. But what about this one sponsored by Dan Halson? Oh, no. <laughs> if you guys don't know, there's a, a funny... Uh, it, funny, uh, impact. Sorry, I almost said the wrong thing. It's there is a funny AEW joke running joke on Twitter, and it's uh, and apparently, if you don't know, Billy <laughs> Billy God and his sons are now being referred to as the um, has Sorry, I hate to sorry for this part. But the reason why is because Dan Housen's the one who came up with it. <laughs> <sighs> so, apparently, because of that, uh, Austin Gunn is not liking this. So, apparently, uh, his... Uh, even though his father is like, even though his father is like, you should accept this. But, uh, he, he and his brother are like, nope. <laughs> and they're mad at Dan uh. <laughs> huh. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. Joss Alexander was, or is take was not scheduling to be part of the, uh, a tag team match, I see now. I guess it was supposed to be Jonathan Gresham, but I guess they had to change it. So, yeah, I would like, you know, if this six-man tag is going to be good, I think, I, I'm i pretty sure I'm going to see a lot of high-flying maneuvers. So, I... So, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wait. Really? Oh. (laughs) Did they have to change the card because of that? Sheesh. Okay. So, anyway, if you guys want to watch this on Fight TV, you, um... If you guys are not in the, uh, I mean, get your tickets in the, uh, Dallas area, um, feel free to go on to, uh, Fight TV. And, uh, which, by the way, uh, a, uh, I hadn't mentioned it in the past. Um, like I said, if you guys want to watch, uh, watch it, (sighs) give me a moment. Uh, wait, okay, yeah. If you guys want to, um, actually, you know what, this time I'm gonna put it in the description. And if you guys want to watch it, fight TV, just make sure to use my code and uh, to, say, to give you uh, 10 credits and uh, have a chance to. But uh, let me see if there's any worth how much it is they're asking for. No, it says here, oh, so it says here, Mark Hitchcock Memorial Show, Super Show, okay, I see. Can't believe this is the first time they've decided to air this, because usually in the past, like, Ooh. Okay. Oh, alright. So, it's actually, uh... $15. Huh. This is something really interesting. Usually, uh, the last time I had ordered something in Through Fight TV... Um, no offense, but... You know, I will continue to shell it out, but... Last time I heard something through Fight TV, it was very awkward, um, because I really wanted to, I was supposed to get something with it, and they never said it to me, really. Um, even though I don't have the proof anymore. Ugh. Anyway, um, so, yeah, $15 to watch Russell, Con. Maybe, you know, maybe. (laughs) Now, it's, I find it really funny since it's, uh, since they post this, and if I'm not mistaken th- again um <laughs> uh the Briscoe brothers are being inducted into the first ever ring of honor hall of fame game, which is really fun- i which i really find it funny because you know oh 'cause especially with the situation with the uh, whole entire wrestling community gone crazy and stuff, but you know, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> now, also, I will say this because I am gonna laugh my butt off for this. Um, yes. So though, so the so I have not much heard about what's going on with the Ring of Honor, uh, Super Card of Honor. Well, I sit for a couple of matches, but uh, let me let me actually check within the uh, Twitter on Twitter there any information. Oh wait, there it is. Okay, whoa. Okay, I see here. (laughs) So this has been really announced. I like explain why Jonathan Gresham has been pulled out. Apparently, here's what's going on in Ring of Honor. Apparently, the Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor is taking place on Friday, April 1st. And uh, it's, and for, for more information, it'll be on the Ring of Honor website. Anyway, this is how the card is. Starting off with the Undisputed Ring of Honor World Championship. Chip, I guess to put both the uh, pure title and the... Uh, no, never mind. I see. Never mind. Okay, so the Undisputed Ring of Honor World Championship, Jonathan Gresham versus Ben I guess it has to be about that. Oh I saw something. Jeez, my Twitter account. Okay, I see. Okay. Sorry, continuing on. So, yes, we have Jonathan Gresham versus Bendito. The Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships will be on the line as the Beresco Brothers will be taken on against FTR. Uh, Now, since it's been revealed on Twitter that the last Ring of Honor uh, Women's Champion who had won it, Roxy, is now... rumored off to be heading into uh WWE. Apparently this is this is happening. An interim Ring of Honor Ro- Women's World Championship. Uh Will versus Mercedes is yes. uh the Ring of Honor Pure Championship has Josh I think his name is Josh Woods versus Wheeler Utah. Uh then we have a match between Jay Leaf Full versus uh, Lee Moriarty with Matt Seidel. And then... Uh, it this here? Zane versus Schwer. Sure. <laughs> I guess it's uh, Sch- 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 Strickland. <laughs> yep. Apparently he tweeted on Twitter. He says, the real... It says, Swerve Confidential. It says, The Realest Swerve Strickland. Ring of Honor on Fight TV April 1st. So, yeah. (laughs) So... I definitely want to see Mark and Jay Briscoe definitely beat the crap out of FDR. <laughs> this is probably going to be funny. Yeah, it's been true, I guess, to say the least. Yeah, Willow... Yeah, okay, so I need to be more specific. It's Willow Nightingale well, versus uh... Mercedes Martinez Yes The girls are be fighting over Oh it says here Where will to face unavailable Whoa Winner to face against Diana Perotto unavailable on a Friday at a later date bruh she's Tony Oh wait don't tell me she got the title uh Oh, yeah, I forgot she's the champ. Oh, right, because I had to remember her in that. Oh. So, yeah. So I know most of you guys are want to want me to put my thoughts about this. This is some kind of crazy match. Now I I think it will be available on I think Ring of Honor. Uh, let me actually look into this further. When because I know it's pretty sure like I don't know. So, it'll be available on... Well, actually, I'm hoping I can watch this at watch this on uh, Fight TV. I mean, because I do not want to end up watching this um, somewhere else when I'd just rather watch this on Fight TV. But, unless... Wait, what? Briscoe's winning Crockett Cup. Uh oh! It's there's an article saying Ring of Honor Hall of Famers Jay and Mart Briscoe had f- added had added a few more ho- added more hardware to the crowded trophy case. The current and twelve time Ring of Honor uh, World Tag Team Champions won the National Wrestling Live's prestigious Comic Cup Tag. Team Tournament over the weekend in Nashville. The Briskos defeated the Commonwealth Connection former Ring of Honor Premier champion Douglas Williams and Harry Smith in the finals of the sixteen Team Tournament. Bruh! <laughs> oh, Oh, dang okay, okay, I guess I can explain <laughs> uh s- s- the crockett <laughs> wait. <laughs> No way! He, he did not. Oh jeez! I guess I should explain. Um, I guess the Crockett Cup, it's been brought back since two thousand nineteen, and I guess this year the boys won against Doug Williams and, uh, I guess Lance, uh, Archer's former tag team partner. But did he actually wrestle under his real name? Holy frutas! Tell me that's not true. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I, oh. So the last time it was one in two thousand eight. Yeah. This should be. Uh. I. I really want to say this. I really think that this should be an annual uh thing. I mean, they try to do it for three years, but <laughs> grief <laughs> okay so let's see here, so. So there were sixteen tag teams. Okay. Uh, Let's see here. <laughs> so La Rebellion, Best, the six, 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 and Mecha Wolf. Okay. I see. Oh, yes, my. F- uh, I didn't. I ended up losing track of him. You know, he is a really handsome guy. Until <laughs> I heard there was something bad that he did. Yeah, I heard about that. Ugh, oh, jeez. Of course, Mark and Jay Briscoe. <laughs> the he really did, and he really did wrestle under his real name, didn't he? Oh, god, dang it. <laughs> okay, it says here. It says here. do I guess the the. Commonwealth Connection, and it says here Douglas and Harry Smith. I'm like, oh, god dang it. So he wrestled under his real name, and not decided to use the name that he wanted because of his father. <laughs> Alright, let me explain. If you guys don't know much about Harry Smith, also known as Davy Boy Smith Jr., oh, there's a lot of things going on. Let me explain. If you guys are wondering who he is, let me—he is actually, and it's one hundred percent true. Harry is the late his the son of late wrestler, the British Bulldog Davy Boy Smith, and Diana, and Hart, which he is known on Twitter as Diane, Diana Smith. F F and uh he has a sister named Georgia uh, uh uh and he has a cousin named he is the cousin of Natalie Ninehart also known as Natalia uh and he, he has also other cousins on his uh mother mostly pot with his mother side and he had some on his uh father's side Heid. And which by the way, if you wanna know understanding thing, um Yeah, this this is really kinda crazy. But, um, okay, yeah, it's really kind of crazy to talk about, but, um, yeah, Harry is a long part of this, uh, family, and not to mention, I will say this, despite that uh his family side even though his even though his last name is smith uh apparently uh Even though yeah, it's even though despite of his in spite of Harry's last name it's Smith, he is actually uh also considered of I don't know why it says paternal, it says bulling. That's actually on his father's side, but it was more towards of his uh mother. Sorry. His grandmother sorry, let me explain. Harry's grand- Mother which is uh, <clears throat> uh which apparently on his yeah, it's his mother on his father's side. His last name is Billington and And, uh, and, uh, yeah, this is much of confusing, but... (laughs) Yeah. Uh, all right. Let me put this the way you guys can understand. Uh, Harry. Yeah, his his his. I don't know why this says that his paternal is Billington when in fact it should say Smith, because his father's paternal side is actually uh Billington, and no, it's because of his maternal side, and despite his last name is Smith and. He married into the Hart family. So, yeah, this is somewhat confusing. (laughs) Good job. Good job, Wikipedia. (laughs) Anyway, so. Anyway. So, if you. So, anyway. Harry usually. I. The first time, actually, I'll tell you. The first time I knew about Harry was actually because of. Um. It was actually because of, uh, said, um, of, uh, yeah, because of Hulk Hogan, and when he was introduced on television way before he actually was signed with, uh, WWE, it was really crazy, but Yeah. I kind of knew about that, but, (laughs) but anyway, and, but I, when I heard how he was, I mean, I was glad to see he was doing good until he was, like, booted out, next thing you know, I find out, oh, he's in Japan, and he's now in this tag team, you know, it is the Killer Elite Squad, (laughs) and in part of Shizuki Goon, I'm like, are you freakingly crazy? (laughs) It's true. Anyway, it was been reported out, um, out that Harry wanted to... Even though around that time when he was in WAE, they put him as David Hart Smith or DH Smith, and it was the dumbest thing ever. And the reason why is, well, because, because they just want people to know that he is, is the son of Davy Boys Smith and he's part of the Hart family. I'm like, no, duh. But Anyway, he it was been also reported that he wanted to the the name Davy Boyd Smith, so he ended up fighting for his father's uh name for it out of off of WWE, and apparently he got it. So he decided to run his run as Davy Boyd Smith Jr., but I guess. But I guess for the, uh, tournament, he went under his real name. I'm like, bruh. <laughs> uh, Strictly Business, okay, the OG, K, okay. <laughs> otherwise known as the King, though. I see. The OGK, otherwise known as uh, Mike Ta... Matt Tavern and Mike Bennett. Yeesh. <laughs> I see. Because... Even though because of it... <laughs> All right. The Fixers. Oh, god dang it. <laughs> I was reading this and I forgot that uh, there were other tag teams like Matthew, Mims, and the Pope. I'm like, wait, who's the Pope? And I'm like, oh, It's Elijah Burke. (laughs) And I forget about him. (laughs) Alright, I know this is gonna be hilarious, but let me explain this one. The reason why he is known is even though they call him the Pope, he, or D'Angelo de Niro oh, this is what happened in his uh, impact run. Despite he was <laughs> despite that even though he was also wrestling as what did he known as Elijah Book, the man is really crazy. <laughs> But yeah, yep, yep. Hmm. I see. So, out of all these tag teams, it turns out that Mark and Jay Briscoe won and and so the bro, the real life brothers beat Doug Williams and Harry Smith good grief and was like really he he decided to go under that. I thought he was going to go under his i thought he would want the wrestle as Davy Boy Smith jr he really wanted that name. So, yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> so, I guess I could say his congratulations, Mark and Jay Briscoe, for winning the Crockett Cup. And uh, s- defeated the Commonwealth Connection of Doug Williams and Harry Smith. <laughs> uh, so, yeah... So there's going to be a lot of titles on the line. Which is probably well worth it. (sighs) Hmm. Even though I'm getting some cheering on for Mark and Jay to retain the title, but there's a question here. Who did the Briscoe's defeat when in their first Ring of Honor World Tag titles in 2003? Good question. Said, I don't know who actually did. Okay, yeah, so Diana won those tag titles. Huh, wait. They don't have information on this? Oh, dang. Alright, so... Let me actually Google this one up. <laughs> um... Actually, never mind, I forgot, I'm already on the Wikipedia page, I can jump that. So, how the heck, so how the, who the heck did, oh, I see, Mark and Jay Briscoe just defeated Special K, the tag team of Dixie and Izzy. What? Oh. Never mind. Couldn't do it. (laughs) They don't want to record it because they want me to sign up. Huh. So that's a good thing to know. So if you guys don't know, there are a lot of people who won tag team titles. (laughs) Oh, and Ring of Honor. And the most is definitely Mark and J.A. The Briscoe Brothers. So, alright, so yeah, this is crazy. (laughs) Yeah, they are the one who held the tile, the tie type tiles the most (laughs) with 12. (laughs) I guess individually, I guess, is the zombie princess, Jimmy Jacobs. (laughs) You see, he held it five different times. (sighs) Uh <sighs> I guess I can figure out who he teamed up with. Like, he won the tag titles with Steve Colino, Tyler Black two times, and with BJ Whitmer. Explained a lot. <laughs> yeah, so he won it with Whitmer, and er, Tyler Black, and Steve Crayon. Yes, and for you kiddies don't know who I'm referring to, Tyler back, it is the one and only Seth Rollins. <laughs> yeah. If you guys don't know... <laughs> if you guys don't know about that, it is pretty hilarious, but it's true. <laughs> but yeah, I guess you can say it's kind of crazy. So... Um, I don't know about for uh if we could watch it on Fight TV, but I'll check that out. But if you guys want to see, uh, anyway, like I said, I will post my Fight TV code in the description. But understand, new users only. You will get ten credits for it. Okay, okay. Anyway, thank you all for listening to this podcast. But let me actually do the proper outro. Anyway guys, thank you all for listening to the podcast. And I'm just letting you guys know that uh <laughs> that's much about it. Of course there's some other sh- er, uh sh- shows are going down during the Wrestlemania weekend. But like I said, if you guys want to sign up to watch Fight TV, I mean use my code, it'll be in the description and just make sure you use the code so you get 10 credits it's it's and uh yeah <laughs> and uh enjoy the weekend enjoy wrestling your weekend all right anyway thank you all for listening to the podcast i'll see you guys soon in another episode till then bye for now